Hello. Hi-o. Round two, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, one of our friends had to call and it was an emergency, but of course it wasn't an emergency. What's up, Matt? Shout out to Matt. Fuck you, Matt. Okay. I just assumed because he said, call me. Um, we love you, Matt. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> what's up? How you doing? I'm good. I'm I'm tired, but I'm here, and I'm I'm actually really excited about my topic. So I'm ready. Yeah, you're ready. Just you want to just jump right into it. We don't have to jump right. In. Uh, oh, you I know what? Go. I do have a I have a bone to pick with you. Me? Why? Didn't I forever ago share the BFRO Facebook group with you to join? Did I not? You didn't, because I keep trying to share things from the page <laughs> directly to you, and you can't see it unless you're a member. Here's the thing. I'm never on Facebook. I have the Facebook Messenger. Not even for the BFRO, the Bigfoot. I don't even know know what it stands for. I know. Bigfoot Research Organization. Bigfoot Research Organization, yes. Um, Not even for Bobo? Oh, I shared you their podcast. Yeah, I just saw that. And we I'd should listen to their podcast. We should definitely be Bobo listening to their Cliff, podcast. Bobo and Cliff, you know, to the OGs. Cliff, that was his name. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder whatever happened to Moneymaker. Matt Money, he's still out there making money, you know. He's His hair is now down to his buttocks. That's beautiful. Because <laughs> uh, last I saw, he was growing it out. Um, nice, what do you call it? Manly mane. Like mm. a lion. Mm. Like mm. Fabio. But fatter. <laughs> That's what I always thought. Whenever I looked at Fabio, I'm like, if only he were shorter and fatter. <laughs> shorter and fatter. <laughs> Oh, that sounds awful. I like all guys, you know? Yeah. I ain't got no type. That's like Bailey's... Uh, I like big boys. I like little boys. I like pretty boys. And then Words of Lizzo, even though those are not the lyrics Wait, to her Wait, there's a... Who's that guy? Is it Calvin Harris? Uh, what about Calvin Harris? He's talking about all the girls that he likes. He's like, I like them fat girls. I like them small girls. I like them tall girls. I like them skinny. It's just literally naming all the types of girls. Yeah, I that just replaced guys. I mean, girls with guys, and that's your. Anyway, that's me. <laughs> that's you. Um, yeah, you're tired. You 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 said something earlier. Um, because we tried to do this once before. Um, but you said that uh you 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 had to pee in the middle of the night. Yeah, we don't I mean, I feel like I don't need to tell that story. No, I talk about like my bodily fluids once an episode and I I don't want people to get tired of it. Oh, they'll never get tired. They'll just know that oh, that's Bailey talking about pooping and peeing. I guess a sh- long story short, I woke up at four o'clock in the morning to pee, went back to bed, tried to sleep, but then I felt a rumble in my tummy and I knew that I had to take a poo and I was really upset about it because who wants to take a poo at four o'clock in the morning? Yes, I never, I like hardly ever, unless it's been like a, even then though, like I never get out of bed to go pee. Like yeah, maybe like, it's got to be like, you know, maybe like seven o'clock in the morning, eight, but like. In the middle of the night, three, four o'clock in the morning, like I just—I mean, it doesn't happen a lot, but when it happens, I'm like, I gotta go. Yeah, which I just, yeah, I find interesting. It's like even when I'm well, in get my a muscle- UTI, and then you'll never be able to sleep through the night ever again. Never got one of those either. See, that's the thing. There you go. Well, maybe someone will bless me one. <laughs> it is not a blessing. Let me tell you, one of the worst times in my life was in college when I had one, and it was just like. Waking up two to three times in the middle of the night to go, feeling you feeling like you have to go all the time, but not necessarily going. Mm. Like when you pee, not feeling relieved. That was the worst. Mm. Like you pee and then you still feel like you have to pee. Mm. And then it, it's just painful. Mm. Don't get one. It's not a blessing. Okay. Heard. It's a curse. It is the curse. What if that was like, you know. How witches curse people through. My mom always says that, and she's going to make fun of me for talking about her yet again on the podcast, that if she ever had a superpower, it would be to give someone explosive diarrhea on demand. That'd be a pretty dope power. I think right? we talked about this I before. Think we have. Yeah. And I, but I think it's such a good, like, it's such a good thing. Like, That's someone cuts you off on the interstate. You have diarrhea, diarrhea now. Man. Someone cuts you in line at the grocery store. Wow, you've got diarrhea. Called, um, UBI? Oh, EBM or uh, uh, wait, uncontrollable bowel movement or ir- no? It's uh, 
irritable bowel syndrome ibs that's i knew it was an acronym (laughs) of some some sort Um, i don't know if i'd give someone that because that's that's a pretty horrible disease to have well i have a friend that has it it's pretty rough isn't it i mean she seems to get through the life i'm sure she doesn't like want to talk about it all the time i mean she doesn't talk about it all the time but she you know she didn't talk about it she was like i have it but, you know, we're able to go out and have a good time. And I've never been like, I'm not going to put her name out there. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, You're not going to name her? I mean, you know, if she's talked to you about it, she's talked to you about I'm it. I'm just kidding. Um, That's funny, though. This morning was a weird morning. Why? Why? Well, I got up. Well, well one, my mom woke me up. I, I would, like, try to remember... She, like, woke me up to tell me about her leaving for work. And she was saying something about there being nothing to drink in the house. But I don't know if that was, like, a dream. Because it sounded like she was, like, talking about, like, alcohol. And, like, my mom doesn't drink. So, like, <laughs> I don't know. And then I woke up and I was, like, was my mom in my, like, that was, like, it was early in the morning, but then I didn't know it was like, was my mom actually in my room? Was that like a weird kind of like in the m- middle of like kind of being awake, kind of being asleep? Was that even a, you know, reality? Um, and then I came downstairs and uh, the cabinet was open where I have a stash of liquor. <laughs> So you think you like slept walk and took a shot and went back to bed? I don't know. I've I've never been one to sleep walk, but go to maybe bed. Maybe I did. Up. Yeah, maybe I did. I slept walked once in my life, and I was like eight or nine, and I remember it very clearly, like what happened. But I didn't realize I was sleepwalking. Like I remember getting my parents up in the middle of the night and asking them for paper. Mm. Um. But I thought it was like a dream or something. So when I woke up, my f- my parents were like, "So did you draw a picture? What'd you do with the paper?" And I'm like, "I don't, I don't know." Because apparently, I just like got up and I was like really insistent. And I was like, "I need paper That's right funny. now." And they like my stepdad took me to the office area and he's like, "Gave me some printer paper." He's like, "Will this work?" And then apparently, I was like, "Yes." Went back to my room, threw it on the ground, and went back to bed. Hilarious. I remember I had a cousin, one of my my cousins who used to babysit me she was spending the night and i don't know why i was up but she was definitely asleep before me and i remember her like walking in the hallway just like aimlessly and my mom being like tasha and like no like her responding but like clearly she's not really there and then so that's like my only experience of like someone like actually sleepwalking um I think that's I think that's an interesting topic that we might have to delve into. Sure. I mean, there's like mysteries. There's like certain people that have there's this one dude that's a really interesting story. He murdered his family and he claims that he was sleepwalking when he did it. Oh, that's that was a, his that's defense. a great alibi. But the thing is is that he did like end up driving somewhere and running into like this establishment and being like, "Oh my god, I just killed my family." So like it was like a weird thing. So, I don't know. Like, it might, like, when you hear the story, you kind of have to, like, question it. And you're like, did, was he sleepwalking? Or, because he, there, by all accounts, he loved his family. There was no signs of him, like, he wasn't cheating. There wasn't, like, anything weird going on. Some would say that that's what, like, you know, in voodoo, they, they believe in, like, waking the dead. Um, but that's kind of like, well, they give him, like, this toxin from a blowfish, and it makes you, like, sleep paralysis. Like, just because <laughs> well like when you want to like like, like walk with the the the, the the myth is like to like the like witch doctors the voodoo doctors can raise the dead and what they do is they'll give you this concoction it kills you but really it's like the the toxin from the the blowfish or puff fish i don't know what it's called um that paralyzes, paralyzes you, you. It, you know where you're like conscious but you can't move, like your heart rate slows down to and do stops. That? And then they're able to bring you back, but you're like kind of incoherent and they're kind of able to like control you. So it's almost like you're sleepwalking in a sense. Um, hmm. 
But yeah, I mean, they say that they actually kill you and like raise you from the dead, but that's not accurate. Accurate. Speaking of peeing, I have to go right now. Okay, quick break, and then we'll get on to our topics of discussion. Topics of discussion. Was that a nice pee or? Oh, it was great. Super. Don't have a UTI. I'm really sorry. Went in there just that we to talked check. about UTI. Just to check, um, felt like a normal pee. Didn't have the urge to to feel like I had to pee again. But so I'm, I think happy I'm good. Happy for you. Super happy. Think I'm good. Um, yeah. What are you, What are we talking about today? Well, who's going first? I think that's um, the that's the tea. That's the tea. I mean, doesn't matter to me. You said you were really excited about your topic. What's yes. the What's our theme today? I don't know if there is a theme. Mine is Native American folklore, folklore. slash, like, kind of bleeding into real life. Okay. Folklore bleeding into real life. So, mine is a, a folklore as well, um, coming out of Africa. So, I could, we could say this was a folklore uh, episode. Folklore. Fo- I, I couldn't get it out for some reason. Folklore. It's hard. Folklore. 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 Folk, folk, folk. Do you say the L? Folklore. Folk, folklore, or do you just? I you think you could do it either way. I've heard people like, say folk. Are you just like fuck the L? Lore. No, maybe it's sounding weird to me. The more I say it. Fuck lore. Fuck lord. <laughs> Wait, whoa. We're in a Christian household. Oh, I'm so sorry. My mom's in the other room. <laughs> oh my god. Does she have a ruler? Is she gonna hurt me? <laughs> no, because she's a Christian woman. Um, do you yeah, what do you got? What do you got? Okay. What do you got for um, me? It's loading. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so give me a second. In that time. So what made you want to talk about some, some Native American? Well, I wasn't. It's not really. It's about. Is I it mean. Did you like tap into your roots? Like no. Because really, no? this isn't my tribe or anything. Oh. Um, I just. I watched. Recently watched the remake and the original Pet Cemetery. And yeah. the whole thing about that is the lead, like the whole backstory of the haunting is the Wendigo. So I decided to see what the heck a Wendigo is, and it's actually very terrifying. Heard. And there's a lot of interesting stuff about it. Okay, my phone is still loading. That's totally fine. You know, I'll talk about Pet Cemetery because I saw the original when I was a kid. I think I should have saw it when I was a kid because it wasn't that scary to me. And I remember. I couldn't it. remember I seen it. so for for the longest time I couldn't remember what the movie was. I just remember being terrified that um I just I distinctly remember their kid getting hit by a car or a truck. Mm-hmm. And then them burying him and then him coming back but not being the same kid. No. I remember being terrified of that, but I could never remember what was this movie that I cuz I'd seen it maybe like I had I was really young, probably like three or four or something like that, um, and I remember like why, like what was this movie that like, and then I years later it came on TV and it was like this weird, you know you kind of have it in the back of your brain like you don't and I saw it on TV and like I got scared again because movies don't really scare me anymore but I just remember because I was so scared as a kid, and then seeing it now. It was like, oh, shit. Like, that really affected me. Wow. I don't know. A lot of people I know are really freaked out by Pet Cemetery too. And I think it's because it's something that everyone saw as a kid. Like, I, everyone I know, I mean, obviously because it came out in the 80s. So right. everyone was either a kid or not born or, you know, had to watch it as a kid. Yeah. Um, but even, like, my mom, I mean, I don't know about my mom. But, like, my mom's generation, like, they all talk about it like it's the most terrifying thing Ever and even Stephen King said that it was the only book that scared him when he was writing it, like mm. it terrified him. Um, and I want to read the book because I feel like because it's an '80s movie and I'm watching it now, it's not as scary. And the remake wasn't; it really wasn't all that either. Same with um, it. It also terrified all these fucking Stephen it, King. It that movie was pretty scary though. As a as a kid, I remember seeing that and like I'm surprised I'm not terrified of clowns. Because I did see that movie when I was a kid. and yeah, I'm pretty terrified of I'm clowns. sure 
now if I were to look at that movie. I mean, I did see the the remake, and I was kind of like, oh, this is kind of like Stranger Things. <laughs> like, well, because it well because it's set in the eighties and. Yeah, and just it. Well, yeah, they're, they're they're very similar in in that in that way. I will say, uh, it is was a little scary. There was like that scene where there's like the abandoned house and like that. That was pretty. Freaking yeah, terrifying. pretty freaking terrifying. That Have you seen the trailer for the um the, the new, new one? one? Yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm also excited for it. I, I'm wa- I'm ready for scary movies to come back. I have a, a big comeback. Scary movies, movies are still a thing, you know. Well, yeah, but like the more classic style of it versus like I feel like we went through this like new age scary movie where we were trying things out and it was kind of gimmicky. Like here's a story about a guy who's blind and we're you know don't you know don't say don't whisper don't speak and then we're gonna make another one about that one was scary. You know the don't blink one. I mean it wasn't like terrifying, but but then we got it follows. Have you seen it follows? Mm. Oh yeah, is that, that the one telling me about the STD? Yeah, it's like the ghost STD. Yeah. That movie is legit, and it has like the '80s synth wave music in the background. Mm. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if it's like I, it's. I feel like movies are scary. Movies are having a thing right now. And if it's, would you call like that movie like the don't don't speak? Do I don't know that? if that's what it's called. I, don't I just remember, what it's I just remember the concept. Yeah. Are those more thrillers than than they are, or like? suspenseful i guess or i mean they could be in along the lines of like horror i don't know movies. i don't know how much gore is in it because i think the gore is what i saw it and i don't remember i don't, rem- I don't, I don't remember much think gore i was saw in it either. actually i'm just judging a movie i've never seen which is like my life <laughs> so you are a true millen- millennial in its finest sense you okay. like look at clickbait titles and then you make it and maybe i do and maybe i don't you don't know you don't know my life Oh, I know your life. I see you. Okay, anyway, so I might as well get back into um, the Wendigo. Oh, is it loaded? Is that? It is loaded. Okay, yeah. So this comes from um, a tribe that's in the Great Lakes area, Canada, and also a little bit of, you know, Michigan. Minnesota. Not quite, but yeah, Michigan, Canada area. Great Lakes. <laughs> That's part of the Great Lakes area. Minnes- is it? Yeah. I thought it was like just Michigan. <laughs> there in Illinois, maybe. I don't Michigan, know. Michigan, Ohio, Illinois. Okay, uh, well, Ohio. Minnesota. Oh, Ohio. I don't know geography. Yeah, clearly you don't. Are you sure Ohio's over there? Yeah, I f- want to say like Lake Erie's near Ohio or something like that. Part of New York is in near the fucking great lakes no it's not yeah it is no it's not okay whatever i don't know i'm I, not having this argument you're not you. because i i shouldn't be because i really Here's i legitimately a perfect don't example. know she's having this argument and judging and she has no fucking idea aren't you a millennial too uh, yeah but i'm a little older oh wow okay. i'm an older millennial you're like okay well anyway so great lakes but more of the canadian part the atlantic coast whatever the fuck okay so this comes for the algonquian tribe algonquian Algonquian tribe is for where this folklore comes from. So there's two parts of this uh, folklore. One part is the monster version of it, and the other part is like the possession part. So the fact that there is a monster that's a Wendigo, but there's also the concept of people becoming a Wendigo through certain mm, acts. Kind of like a werewolf type situation not really because it's it's like it's like the pet cemetery thing where the kid is like itself but possessed by something otherworldly okay um the first wendigo was said to have been a warrior who made a deal with the devil in exchange for the fearsome skills and stature the stature to outfight his enemy and therefore save his tribe the warrior gave up his soul when the battle was over the successful warrior now a full-time wendigo was banished from his tribe and forced to live as an outcast. To add Aww. insult to injury, he was cursed with cannibalistic desires. Mm. So basically, this guy traded his soul to be the b- biggest, greatest warrior ever and was end, cursed. Was cursed. So the concept, the Wendigo really is like a cautionary tale about wanting power and how that, that can manifest into like legitimately cannibalism. Like, that is the leap that Native Americans took. Like, when you want more from life, you become insatiable. And you just devour everything. 
that's deep including yeah it it's it's pretty crazy so description of the mendigo this wendigo this is one of the most terrifying things i've ever heard in my life 15 feet tall shit razor sharp claws sometimes they he's described as having antlers um and he gets bigger when he consumes flesh but no matter how much he eats he's he's starving yeah he's like his hunger can never be sated that's greed right there Mm -hmm. they um are they look like they're starving too so it's like they even though they're eating human flesh they are like a bag of bones. Was it emaciated? Emaciated, Emaciated, yeah. that's what it is. But you can also turn into one if you consume flesh, which is kind of like if you're thinking the Great Lakes, you're, these are he- like l- big snow areas, big mm-hmm. freezing areas. So this is an area where you might have to face that situation of eating someone for survival in the middle of winter when there's no food and, you know, that person might die or get sick or anything like that. So one teacher... Um, Basil H. Johnson, who teaches in Ontario, this is his description of a Wendigo, and I thought it was pretty cool. He says, The Wendigo was gaunt to the point of emaciation. Its desiccated skin pulled tightly over its bones, with its bones pushing out against its skin. Its complexion the ash gray of death, and its eyes pushed back deep into their sockets. The Wendigo looked like a gaunt skeleton recently disinterred from the grave. What lips it had were tattered and bloody unclean and suffering from superations of the flesh the wendigo gave off a strange and eerie odor of decay and decomposition of death and corruption i'm like picturing this thing it's like do you know it's like a cross between slender man and carnage you do, do you know anything about spider-man uh i mean not enough so, to know what you're talking about uh, yeah so Sorry. there was a there was a there's like Venom, and then there's like Venom's kind of like a anti-hero. Sometimes right. he's good, sometimes he's bad. Um, but then you have Carnage, who is just like evil. He's essentially like Venom. Oh, okay. I watched Venom. Yeah. Now I rem- Carnage does that rings. That's familiar because I watched um, that movie. But he's like, yeah, he looks kind of like he's like red and kind of like fleshy and like. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm p- imagining with the razor sharp teeth and the, yeah. Basically, yeah. the most disgusting thing yeah. you can imagine is this guy but a head like i don't know yeah that's that's horrible continue (laughs) (laughs) um another thing about him is that he's a master hunter so once the wendigo zones in on prey he will do anything there's no stopping him um so you're gonna get got basically um he can hear your heartbeat from miles away um, he's faster and has more endurance than any living creature, so he can run at the highest speeds ever longer than anything. He has a great sense of smell, so he can, even if you try to hide, because you cannot run him, he's going to sniff you out. Um, he's a Gemini. And he can unlock doors. So it's not like oh, just shit. some creature that... He's like, got intelligence to Yeah, him. exactly. And he does that. Like The whole thing is that he basically finds a place a house goes inside eats the people and then hibernates for a couple years or months or however long he can manipulate nature to force you out of your hiding place as well he's been known to conjure up ice storms tornadoes animal stampedes which is even which is more of a tactic to um, create more wendigos to um, limit the food supply in an area so you know t- get all the animals out of that area there's no hunting and now you have a breeding so ground for move. wendigos or you have to move even if you somehow escape or he decides to leave you alone, you go away from any interaction with the Wendigo completely vacant, mentally vacant. Like, you're just not you anymore. Not that you're, like, evil. You're just gone. It's like no one's there. It's like it, yeah, the lights are off. Like, yeah. Um, they, they bait their prey, release shrieks or growls, and sometimes mimic human voices calling for help, mm. which I think is the most sinister yeah. part. So you think you're safe or you don't even maybe not know what's going on your child's lap or someone saying help and you're like i'm coming and then and fucking then wendigo fucking swoops in and um you can wound him but he simply regenerates i hate fucking things that just regenerate like cut off a limb they're like psych bitch here's another JK. one jk it's it's really not okay this guy yeah he's like your he's like all the worst attributes that you would not want someone to have 
in order to kill you. <laughs> well, and that's like, you know, goes into the whole He's like, like the evil power. Superman. Yeah. And like that kind of plays into the concept of the power, the uh, insatiable person of what you can become when you want too much. Um, that how I got because that these tribes is just that was just evil. The the lust for food, like, you know, for power and and to overeat. I don't know. I don't know if it was like because they had to had such low food supply or they, they really didn't like selfishness. But they really like this personification of all that is just so intense. I think it's interesting how these things can can come about, which I, I think a lot of folklore kind of happens in that way. Like there is like kind of a message and all of them. Oh, totally. That, so with this, it's like, especially in a place where, you know, it, when you talk about the winters being very harsh and learning to ration and to, you know, not take what is not, you know, necessary. It was an important lesson to learn for survival. Mm-hmm. And like, if you and don't. And they, didn't ta- yeah. they took it so seriously. And also yeah. just like the fact that like, even no matter what, no matter how hungry you are, you're not supposed to eat flesh. Do not eat human flesh. Pause it. I have to pee again. Oh my freaking god! The Wendigo's coming after you. God damn it! As you pee. But anyway, so there are ways to kill a Wendigo. Um, but it's actually pretty difficult. It's kind of like killing a werewolf or a vampire, and that there's a couple steps. But this these ones are kind of complicated. Um, you have to shatter its heart with a silver bullet or a silver blade. And bury the pieces in a silver box in a church cemetery. Well, that's even more fucking complicated. Well, and then you have to dismember its body and burn <laughs> the body parts, letting the ashes blow away in the wind. So you can't even let the ashes be together. Like, the ashes need to go apart. Well, there's no <laughs> wind. <laughs> I know. Like, you just have to, like, travel great distances to shatter, like, to bring these things apart. But if you miss any steps, like, there's just a chance that it'll regenerate and come back, like, even if you miss a finger or something stupid. So Damn. that, yeah, that's even more complicated because like, you know, with the, so wait, a silver bullet. So is this like a kind of a new, um, that's just something I saw on the internet. You know what uh, I mean? Like, it's just like one of those. So I, but I, so I don't know. Cause the Wendigo legend kind of resurfaced in the 1900s when mm. there was a story that came out by Algernon Blackwood, who wrote um, a story called The Wendigo about a hunting party venturing into the Canadian backwoods and coming back really changed by their encounter with Wendigo. So I think it was probably one of those things where literature kind of like and media European, got into European, it. Um, folklore kind of. But I mean, by that time, Christianity was kind of becoming a part of native culture um there's a lot of right tribes that were forced to convert to christianity so yeah. it wouldn't be super far-fetched for that to come from native sources but it also would really not be far-fetched at all for that to be like a european twist or mm-hmm. on it influence on that idea so the wendigo does come into play in real life though and real like historical events with real people with real people um there was actually a man named jack fiddler from the cree tribe he's a native american his real name name, is zawano gazigo gaba meaning who he who stands with the southern sky um he traded a lot with some white dudes who called who and he had was good at the fiddle so they called him jack fiddler because they didn't want to pronounce his real name they didn't uh then i don't (laughs) like jack jack fiddler anymore because he who stands with the southern sky. That's pretty gorgeous. Is a pretty fucking dope name. Isn't it? Also, I think it's funny on the, on the Wikipedia page, because, you know, doing that real research. Mm-hmm. It says he was also called his real name. It's like, why don't you just. <laughs> why don't you say the real name and then say also known as Jack Fiddler. Right. But it's because he was more well known by white people as Jack Fiddler. Like, that's oh. what he's, you know, that's his name. Anyway, so he claims to be a Wendigo killer. To be like, and this is like 1906 um, when he's hanging out. He claims to have killed 14 of these things. And this is more of the um, Wendigo that when a person eats other people becomes a Wendigo. Gotcha. Becomes insatiable and unable to. And, you know, and at that point you need to be stopped. And I think that's kind of where the killing, how to kill them comes into play. I don't think there's really a way to kill like the original Wendigo. Um, but when you become one, I think that's 
how you how have to kill him. Is he? What if he's just talking about maybe there's like some cannibalistic tribe, and like he wind up killing one of them and so like you know if you're eating other people if you're eating flesh so no that's actually not it um he was a shaman um and he there's a history of like his family killing these uh, killing wendigos before like his father before him was a shaman and um oh, so, this generational so this was uh, but w- this kind of was probably more of a mercy killing he would kill these wendigos before they switched over so it w- honestly, it was probably more of like people getting sick and then them suspecting that they were Wendigos and then him going in and ceremoniously killing them. So it's not that exciting, but he was prosecuted for it. Um, he, they found out like the the white people were like, You're, you can't just be killing people. But it was part of their culture and their and like it was, pe- you know, it wasn't like he was murdering people. People were coming to him with these problems like this person in my family is not the same. So it was probably more like Gotta kill they him. were <laughs> exactly <laughs> and come also to him um, just like <coughs> Wendigo um Coughing were up Wendigo there. <laughs> exactly. And it was more of like a loose a catch all term at that point for like mental illness and mm. um So anyone that showed yeah, some sort of craziness that could have had schizophrenia or multiple personality disorder. Right. And yeah, basically. So so that was that. But there's an even more interesting story of and this goes kind of plays into we, uh, the idea of Wendigo psychosis, which came about in the 19th century or the 20th century, which was um, the when people eat flesh, when they become so crazed by the things around them that they decide, even if they're not necessarily in a situation where they have to, they just do it anyway. Um, so there was a member of the Cree tribe in the 1800s named Swift Runner. Dope. Who ate his family while living within 25 miles of food. Like there was an outpost specifically there to help people survive in the cold and with he supplies. Said, Fuck it. These people <laughs> look good enough. Why would I go 25 miles when I got a perfectly good wife and kids? And he cooked them too. So it's like. Oh, so, well, he's not a fucking savage. <laughs> right? Well, and it's actually pretty horrific when you. I want. I meant to go into more detail about it, be, but it's really horrific. Like it was his family of five, his wife and his four kids. He killed Damn. his wife first, apparently, um, but then he had his one of his kids kill the other kid, and like Damn. one point he hung up his baby and like. Oh yeah, that guy's just crazy. Yeah, and like he showed up into town like no, like no big deal, like nothing happened, and people were just really confused, like where your family, like where's your family, and why are you being so nonchalant? Like he what didn't look like he was starving, like he looked well fed, like it wasn't like a situation, a survival situation at all. Um, of course he was prosecuted and hanged. It was actually one of like the first hangings in that area, um, and they had to like research it and figure out how to do it. They had to figure out how to hang somebody? Well, because it's actually pretty complicated. Because if you do it wrong, you just end up suffocating them for hours until they die. Like, you have to measure out their weight, and the, like, the length of the rope and the... the suffocating them for hours? It doesn't take that long to suffocate somebody. Yes, it does, actually. Like, like with a rope around their neck? Well, I just, like, if it's like a slow... I, like, it's like versus a slow death versus... It's like, they were just trying to be humane about it, it's I guess. Humane to the guy that ate his fucking family? It's an execution. I don't want anyone to be like, I don't, I don't know. Fucking hang them and then walk away. Like, you don't even have to be there for it. Well, I guess they just wanted to be official. I don't know. Like. They ended up killing them, so. Yeah, I guess you're right. But it was just, um, but, you know, that kind of played into the whole, we have Wendigos The Wendigos are among us. Yeah. It was only solidified that myth. um, Right. To be true. Um, And who knows, like, if he's got mental illness and this is already a legend. This is probably, it probably played into, like, his mental illness. Because if you already have the legend there, and then, like, he's like, I think I'm a Wendigo. And then right. fucking eats his fucking family just to. And there's so many more details about it. And, like, you, I could have done a whole, like, episode on just that situation. Because it was such a weird, gruesome situation. Just that, just that off that alone? Yeah. Because it wasn't like he did it all at once. It was like systematic. It was like weird. And it was like over the course of the winter or some they, shit. And they like 
well, I, I don't know if it was over the course of the winter, but it wasn't all at once. And they, like, went back to investigate, and there was just – the bones were just all over the place, like, clean – like, on the ground. And he was just so chill about it, like, so, like, not ca- – it was just such a weird thing. And he was just like, yeah, I don't – it was just crazy that I did that. Crazy, Admi- right? Admitted to it right away. Like, but it yeah, wasn't – I did it. That was me. I mean, and, and then he really played into the I was possessed kind of thing. I don't know what came over me. But I also don't miss my family. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We should, I mean, this happened a long time ago. It happened a long time ago. But um, yeah, I wish but yeah, I could. That's um, the Wendigo. I don't really have any more to talk about it. The Wendigo. Yeah, what a what an interesting story. I think it's just even crazier that there one there's a guy that's out there like killing people saying that yeah they're Wendigos mm-hmm. and then there was another guy that claimed to be actually be one. Well, a lot of people claimed to be one in that time period. Even like like um Jack Fiddler the the Wendigo killer, his brother um supposedly was one. Was a Wendigo? Yeah, so like that's kind of how he got his start was I I doesn't Killing say his it doesn't stay he killed his brother, but it just says that he got his experience because he knew of Wendigo's and one was his brother. So I have to assume that he he killed his brother. But I don't know for sure. Damn. Ruthless, man. Yeah. And times like that, it's just kind of like you got to do what you got to do. Man. Oh, that was great, though. That's, I'd never heard of that. Wendigo. I hadn't either. It sounds um, terrifying. It really does. Like, if you're in the forest, like, another reason to never go into the forest in the dark. Of the Great Lake area, for sure. Um, well, I guess I'm going to look done, up to see if Ohio is by the Great Lakes. Oh, yeah, please do that. In the meantime. I'm sure you're right. Since you were talking about, you know, you said you were going to look up folklore and you did Native American, I decided that I would go back to my roots, to the motherland of Africa, and uh, look up some things. Um, okay, and I, I guess Ohio is by the one of the Great Lakes. Yeah, I know it is. <laughs> and so is New York. Yeah, I know it is. <laughs> Good job for knowing your geography. You know my fucking geography. But I don't think Minnesota is. Okay, Minnesota is a little bit. Yeah, I know Just it is. Just a little bit. Yeah, more I than know it is. Okay. Yeah, you can put the phone down now. I don't know geography, okay? You can just say, hey, I'm sorry, I was wrong. Do I have to say sorry or yeah. just say I was wrong? Um. Yeah, you gotta say both. Why do I have to say sorry though? Did it hurt? Like, did it, it hurt, hurt me your that life? you didn't trust my my knowledge, and judgment? Okay, if I ever have another geography question, I will call you up. Yeah, please do. I would love to school like you. Like, if I'm ever on that millionaire show and it's like phone a friend, I'd be like, I know what friend to phone. <laughs> What's the question? But if it's about like uh like Central Asia, doesn't I matter. Know, I have to. C- I, you're the expert, oh, so I have it. to call you. So if All I right. lose a million dollars, it's your fault. <laughs> Still didn't get that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Never gonna happen. So I I did some some research, and actually I was looking into uh, first. Um, I had kind of gotten to just voodoo, and like I was maybe thinking about the idea of doing like black magic and like kind of that whole deal in Africa and how that plays a part, which is how I kind of knew some stuff about zombies and voodoo because I already looked it up. But I came across a story um, or this folklore um, and I found it interesting just because of the description of these things. So my topic is on the Eloko. Mm. Um, Everybody say it with me. Eloko. Eloco. Um, it kind of sounds like you're saying El Loco, like, you know, crazy in Spanish. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the Loco. El Loco. Uh, or it might be El Loco. It might be El Loco. El Loco. Uh, the plural for that is Biloco. Um, they are a, it comes from the, uh, the Mongo and Kundo language um, out of Central Africa. Um, it's also the, the, the Mongo people. Um, in the Central Africa, Congo area, um, Zar area, or Zare, I don't know how you pronounce it. Um, but they have this story of this creature. Um, and I'm going to describe it to you real quick. 
so it is a dwarf-like creature that lives in the forest. Um, is believed to be the ancestral spirits of the peoples there. Um, hmm. They they haunt the forest um, because of a grudge that they have with the li- living. Oh my god, that is I love it. Yeah, that is so um, funny. They're just petty as shit. They're just these bitter like little petty old, dwarves. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. The uh, the characteristics of these things, they're known to be vicious, hairless. They're hairless, but they grow grass from their body. So, like, instead of having hair, it's, like, pieces of grass coming <laughs> from their body. Um, they have these, like, piercing eyes, kind of big eyes, with a snout and a mouth that can open wide enough to consume a human whole. Wait, but they're dwarves? Yes. Exactly. How does that work? They also have long, sharp claws. Um, and they they live in like the the densest, darkest part of, um, of the forest. Do you know what I'm picturing right now? I'm what? sorry to interrupt you. What? Did you ever watch Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, or the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the the, the original, the remake, the remake? Oh, the little things. Mm-hmm. The Oompa no. Loompas, and that one is what that's, I'm picturing right now. That's what you're picturing. So when I heard this description, I immediately thought Children of the Forest, like from just like creepy. I think the children of the forest are cool. No, but like in a scary way, you know what that's I mean? That's true. Like, like they're unsettling. hairless, kind of like. They Kind of got they these look like trees, trees. Yeah. Kind of situ- yeah, yeah. They've got these kind of big eyes that are kind of so. Yeah, they live in the densest, darkest part of the the Congo jungle, arid rainforest, and particularly in Central Zar Zare. I don't know how you pronounce it. Um, they they um they're mainly there protecting their treasure. It's um, always about treasure with yeah. Africa. Which is essentially just like that part of the forest. They they are protective of the game and the fruit. Like it's like the rarest fruit that is found in that area, and they're like super protective over it. Um, when did this? Uh, is there an age like or a stamp? This, I I couldn't this? find a stamp of like when this was. Because I wonder if it's like a colonial thing. Because you know all these white people coming to take. The, uh, all the amazing resources in Africa and I mean, they, trying to protect It's them. funny because they are in the Congo and they are a dwarf-like people and you do have the pygmy that live in Central Africa in that part. Um, so there might be some folklore tied to that. But this, I mean, the the word and the story comes from the Mongo people. Like they have their own tales about this creature. Um so, um, most people don't go into that part of the forest. Like you have to be the most fearless, most adventurous, you know, most intrepid of hunters to like go, like even venture. And if you go, like you have to have um, some sort of um, what's the word I'm looking for? Emblem or or uh they call it a fetish um which i was like a fetish i was like, what, what, like so i gotta some, look some feet some, some, to some like stuff. <laughs> to go into no, the forest so <laughs> a fetish in this sense um like an it's amulet a, it's an artificial um well an amulet or a fetish and the fetish is usually an artificial thing that has supernatural powers um it's like a man-made thing with supernatural powers. Yeah, that usually has some sort of power over people, so like or beings. So like you can like, um, hmm. that's like the in particular. How do you find such a thing? Um. Well, you you make it, and then you cast a spell then you, on yeah, it. Yeah. Then you like cast have someone sort of cast a spell, and and that is what you know will protect you. They live. So that I said they live in the darkest. This part of the forest. They also known to inhabit like the hollowed part of trees. Oh, that's um, freaky! So they could just like be watching you. They live in hollow trees, and they dress them that are dressed in leaves. Which I was like, aren't all trees dressed in leaves? But I think it's just like kind of a thing of like they kind of cover the the hollow part out so that you don't see the opening, the opening, and all that stuff. Um, I'm gonna go find these things. Yeah, no. They have a super 
and then you also like if you if so if you're a hunter as well it's not just about having like the 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 amulet and the 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 fetish you you also have to have powers yourself essentially and you might be able to get these from having those amulets and what you call but in order to even see the game that is in that forest because the 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 eloco or beloco they have like a they have their own power to like hide the game <laughs> So, so like, they're cloaked, basically. Yeah. So you have to have like an uncloaking spell, or in like order, have yeah, the in order, yeah, in order be endowed with the yeah. power to see them. You have to have the power to yeah have power to even or to see them. Very strong magic is what they said. Now the Boloco also they possess these little bells. And you're like what? Like a regular bell, like a ding dong bell. They possess like these bells, and they essentially are believed to cast spells on people. Um, kind of like hypnotizes them, sends them into a trance, and maybe like um, cause them to have hallucinations. It's almost like they're able to trick you with these, with these these bells. And most of the tales that um, of the Boloco or Iloco or Eloco, um, they consist of the wives of hunters being taken when they go on them with a on a hunt. Um, specifically wives who insisted on coming along for the hunt. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Can you say that one more time? So I'm confused. Most of the tales in the folklore around them involve the Boloco taking the wives of hunters. Oh, I see. In particular, wives who insisted on coming on the hunt. That's funny. Um, So I was like, that just sounds like an excuse not to take it. <laughs> Your wife's like, I want to come, and you're like, you, you can't come because belocos are out there. You're crazy. It's scary. Oh my gosh. You're like you I want to come. I only got See, one amulet. Look, I got the. Let me tell you about the story about this one hunter that's wife came because she wanted to come, and Beloco got her. So you better. It's fucking whole job. Keep, yeah, keep your ass. Up. Yeah, keep well, your ass home. Like two feet tall. How did he eat yeah, her? Well, I just he's got a, magic. He's got a bell. <laughs> got a fucking bell, and. So I have a story that I thought was funny, and this is kind of typical of the, all the tales, um, but I'm going to do it in my best African accent. Oh, my gosh. Is this going to be offensive somehow? Sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> Even better. Um, I'm not going to do the whole thing in African accent. Okay, yeah. That'd be get tiring. When I'm playing a character, you'll, you'll hear it. You'll hear the accent. Okay, okay, I'm ready. One day, a hunter taking his wife after her insists... Uh, I can't talk right now. One day, a hunter taking his wife after her insistence into the forest, where he had to hunt, where he had a hut with a palisade around it. When he went out to inspect his traps, he told her, When you hear a bell, do not move or you will die. When you hear a bell, don't yes. move or you'll die. Or you will die. Not long after he leaves, the wife hears the charming sounds of a little bell coming toward the hut. For the Iloko had a good nose for feminine flesh. For that pussy. Finally, a gentle voice that sounded as if it were a child asked to be let into the room. When the wife opened the door to the hut, there was the Iloko smelling of the forest and looking small and innocent. She offered him banana mash and fried fish, but he refused. We only eat human flesh. <laughs> I have not eaten in three days. <laughs> Give me a piece of your arm so that I may eat it. Well, she's asking, you know. At which the woman consented. Totally under the spell of the Iloko. Uh. That night, when her husband returned, all he found were his wife's bones. Aww. That's the end of that fucking story. Well, there's um, more story. But so they like to eat women. They don't necessarily yeah. eat men. No, I mean, anyone can get it, but a lot of the tales involved women in... Probably because I guess that there's not that many, so it's like, ooh, there's a lady in the woods. They're yeah, extra tasty. Men are out there trapping. There's a lot of stories of like, usually like, 
even with Bigfoot, they're like, oh, they're attracted to women or they're, you know, there's always this like lure of like the woman being this temp- temptation or for all creatures, for all creatures, <laughs> no matter what human, human women or uh, what the f- is burning. My I mom's not anything. Uh, something's literally burning. Um, hang on one second. <laughs> That was three minutes since we last paused it. I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, all of them yeah have to do with women, and not all of them. I should say some of them have to do with a lot of them have to do with women and them being eaten. Um, I just I found it interesting because one when I read that I thought like them being like these creepy children of the forest, and then there was also something that was like kind of. Um, almost leprechaun le- of them. Yeah. Like they protect their treasure. They kind of trick you into, you know, they've they got little you. elements of everything, kind of like vampires. And they've got like this kind of, what do you call it? I think in Twilight they called it glamming or something like that, in which they're able to trick you into letting them in or having you mm-hmm. th- literally eat you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just like, let me eat you. And you're like, okay. That um, sounds nice. That sounds lovely. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I have about them. <laughs> Any thoughts, questions? No, that's super interesting. Oh, I had a question, but it went away. Oh, you did? Oh, do they ever kill them? Or is it just like they just get eaten by these things? Like Yeah, there's no, there's no talks of like, because they're almost, they're spears, right? At the same time, like they're they're supposed to be the the they're like dead ancestors, like holding a grudge. <laughs> um, so I don't think you can kill them. I think it's just like kind of a way of keeping people out of that part of the forest, specifically uh, women, specifically women that you know want to come with their husband on a trip <laughs> when he just wants to go out with the guys. <laughs> that is super cool. I would love to see a movie about. Like animals that you can't see unless you have been empowered by a, you know, by amulet or whatever. Like, that's interesting. Like, you can't, like, there's things you can't see unless you've, like, you have to, like, open up your eyes to these things. Right. Because they're magical. I don't know. That's cool. I like magic. Magic's cool. Yeah. So, there, there is, and it is Central Africa. And Africa, a lot of this stuff has to do with, like, you know, yeah, magic and some sort of sorcery that is involved which i guess kind of has to do with um what's your thing called the wendigo wendigo i was gonna say imbogo (laughs) (laughs) that sounded it was kind of close right yep um but yeah that was it very nice (laughs) bringing in the culture bringing in the culture Well, I guess that's a wrap. This one kind of ended up a little, little shorter, this which is a good. shorter podcast. Yeah, that's totally Still fine. Interesting. Um, if you have anything that you would like for us to talk about, please let us know. Yeah, you Go can email us at allmyfriendsareweirdpod at gmail or talk to us on Instagram or yeah. Twitter. Comment, leave something, and uh, we'll we'll respond back. We promise. Even if it's mean, we can take yeah, it. You can say, yeah, you guys suck. And we'll be like, thank you for noted. listening. <laughs> thank you for listening. We done knew. We, d- <laughs> we done had knew that. All right, guys. That's it. Thank you so much. Signing off. Bye. See you later.